Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie LaFevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this this is Fangasm. Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. And I'm Lindsay. And this is season 19, fun name TBD. We're debating what we should actually call it. So let's pitch some of our best ideas so far. I feel like Danny should start because he had a really strong idea and he started it. Yeah, that was good. I think, uh, you know, to play on one of my favorite characters, season Miss Fine Teen. (laughs) That's not what I suggested earlier. It was just Fine Teen. But then I realized, uh, of course, Miss Fine. And then we were, as a group, talking about season 369, Damn She Fine Teen, (laughs) which was to build off Danny's original idea, which is strong. Well, I think it went in a beautiful, it really went in a beautiful trio. Danny said Fine Teen. Yeah. Allie said, Damn She Fine Teen. And then I added 369, Damn She Fine. Damn. (laughs) Per usual, Lindsay brought the math. (laughs) She brought the quant. Get low. (laughs) I love to carry the one. What our original pitch was is um, season 19, we called it, what, Legal in Canada? Yes. All right. It's our Canadian season. Yeah, I was going to say, this could be, we could just call it um, Allie's, Allie's Friday Night Growing Up. Using her <laughs> legal yeah. in Canada. This is a big age for me. Allie crosses the border. <laughs> I was going to say it could be, instead of a Canadian tuxedo, a Canadian fuxedo. Wow. Oh. So, you know, a lot of Canada burns. Yeah, in 30 seasons, they'll be saying, what was the season where you said A a lot? We'll say, oh, yes, of course. It was our Canadian fuxedo season. <laughs> Thank you for asking. 369 damn she fine <laughs> It's the longest branding. <laughs> so chaotic. And then I thought maybe it could just be 6019 because we obviously haven't had 69 seasons, but then we couldn't figure out how to spell that in a way that it would look good. So we don't know. So listeners, we're asking you to decide. (laughs) Fine teen, uh, do we do a Little John reference? Do we uh, rip Canada to shreds? Or do we do a 6996? Are we in a 6996 scenario again? Yeah. Perfect. All good options. Whatever it is, whatever we call it, a fanfic by any other name would smell as jizzy. Um, We are so excited to be back after a little hiatus. Um, We are rest, refreshed, and not stressed. Yeah. Whatever that was. And blessed. And blessed. Too refreshed to be stressed. And are just so excited to be back. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. What did we miss? What should we uh, fill in on? How many weeks has it been, you guys? Five? Four? Three, six, nine? (laughs) Roughly. I think so. So, yeah, I think about five weeks. Wow. Wow. Anyone have anything exciting happen? I have one thing, which is as we make the joke about 6019, for any Middle Earthers, uh, are you guys Middle Earthers? Yes, I'm a Middle Earther. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I had the very exciting opportunity to join um, our new friend, Mary Clay, who is the host of That's What I'm Talking About. She was in a similar spot as us. She ventured into Middle Earth, the um, Lord of the Rings trilogy, without knowing a lot about it. So uh, Bilbo Baggins 
the start of Lord of the Rings talks about his 111st birthday, which is oh. very much like our 1619 oh, season. Yes. yes. Um, and his 111st is 111th, which is the episode I got to be on. And uh, you've never known panic like me minutes before recording a Hobbit podcast, <laughs> listening to her recap of the book part of the movie part that we watched on Spotify at two and a half percent. I was like, oh, shoot, I should have listened to her talk about this when she talked about in the books because we did the movie rewatch and I was too late. So I thought if I can listen to two and a half times on Spotify, I can listen to at least eight minutes. It's the most Danny way to approach a guest appearance on a podcast, like throbbing clock. That's it. He's running in fear away from time. Yeah. As I was putting on, I decided to like wear a costume of- Priorities. Of Bilbo as I joined. So I was like listening while I was throwing on the wig and the backpack. (laughs) And um, anyway, it went fine because I also did watch the movie that I was supposed to watch. So I didn't didn't skip the assignment. I just didn't get extra credit. Oh, bummer. I think that probably the deepest truth is- you spent 90% of your prep on the costume. It looked good. And 10% on the content. Yes. And so you're like, I'm all ready to go. And I've got five minutes before they're going to hit record. I better listen on two and a half speed. Because naturally, podcasting is a visual medium. So you'd want the alpha to look good. We do need to post that picture, though. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, Danny sent us a photo of it. <laughs> It'll be posted. And actually, I think the episode comes out today when this okay, episode great. will come out. So oh, after you're done completely listening to this episode and every episode that we've ever produced... <laughs> Go listen to that's what I'm talking about. And after you leave a five star review, you can maybe go listen to another podcast. That's a really funny podcast name, and it's reminds great. me of don't we have on our website Lord of the Cock Rings? We do. I think we should. I you know at some point I think we should get into uh, Lord of the Rings and do a story because I've said it once, I said it a thousand times. Viggo Mortensen as Aragorn in Lord of the Rings is the hottest any human being has ever been in the history of the world. Whoa, 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 whoa. One thousand and one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a smoke show. Wouldn't mind reading about that. <laughs> I will say that I was like, okay, I'm going to come into this episode. I'm going to make a, get everything super sexy. But like the Hobbit, none of the dwarves are like that sexy. And even the sexy ones like aren't specifically. So yeah. anyway, I uh, if anything can make it sexy, it's fanfic. And I think uh, eventually we'll have to go visit uh, Bilbo and make a bunch of Diljo jokes. Of course. Danny, did you make a joke about, you know, you know what they say about a Hobbit with big feet? <laughs> what? <laughs> Big baggins. <laughs> you know, she did tell me that it was family friendly, and so oh, I no. like you know scaled back. But then she said D's nuts is part of it, so I was like, Oh boy, well, if I can talk about nuts. I can do eighty percent of what I need to do here. Hey, depends <laughs> on what family you're from. Maybe D's Nuts is family yeah. friendly. You guys, I have a really good segue for what we want to talk about next because I was thinking if we do a Bilbo Baggins season, when we play this game, we can call it Bilbo instead of Wango. Wango. Yes. Which is our next announcement. We're playing Wango this season. <laughs> I was hoping someone else would just take it and go with it. <laughs> Lindsay, she pitches the softball and leaves the field. There you go. I mean, it was a beautiful segue. It was a great, now take it. It was great. Thank Put you. down those Cracker Jacks, Lindsay. Come back. <laughs> We're playing Wango. So we'll have it posted on all the groups that you can take a board, fill it in, play along. You know the drill, but it's been a minute. So should we just like re-explain to people what Wango is in case anyone yes. doesn't know? 
Yeah. So basically, Wango is our take on bingo. So at one point when we were brainstorming how to play bingo in association with this podcast, we came up with the name Bango. Oh, wouldn't it be hilarious to just change the A and the I? And then we're like, wait a minute, we should say Wango because Wango is way more fun to say. And so now this is, I think, the third or fourth season we've played. And uh, Danny creates a blank Wango card and it's going to be posted on social media and in our groups to print out. It already is when this drops. Yep. Yeah. So when this drops, it's already posted on social media and in our groups to download and fill out. So before you listen to the rest of the episode, you should complete your Wango card. And basically it's things that you think you're going to hear in the story or jokes we're going to make or recurring bits. And there's really no prize. (laughs) It's just the good feeling of winning Wango. Everyone can be a winner. And it even has a song associated with it, which we're going to sing together in unison. But anything I missed, you guys. I was going to say the free square should be is consent. That's important. Yes. And I do think it's important to say, I don't know that that the slang that we're playing off of is for penis is wang. That's why it's wango. I don't know if everybody does wang. Like we're just like, instead of bango, it's wango. And we just never say why. (laughs) That's the only other thing I could think of. Yes. Yeah. We can say what season 19 fandom is so that you have some way to guess some of the plot points. And I think we actually probably told you this last time, but we're sticking in the Marvel (laughs) universe, the cinematic universe of Marvel. Yeah. So this season, we are reading a story called Natasha's Dirty 30, and the author is... 70 Secret Kinks. And we actually were talking to this author for several months. We were potentially going to read this story for season 18, and then we kind of switched it last minute. So we've had this one in the hopper. And based on the premise, which we're not going to read the premise, we want everything to be a surprise. It looks like a silly good time. I split up the story last night, and I didn't read anything, but just seeing a couple bits here and there, it looks like a riot. I can't wait to get into it. It's going to be a great season. We'll post our Wango boards. Yeah. We should talk a little bit about what's on our Wango board. Maybe we can give a few of our favorite squares that we filled out, but we should sing the Wango song. Yeah, obviously. That's what I meant. (laughs) Allie, you want to count us in? A one, a two, a one, two, three. A horny podcast had a game and Wango was its name W-A-N-G-O, stick Stick your finger in the hole, where's the tongue, no one knows, and Wango was the game (laughs) Susan, good luck lining that up. (laughs) That was chaotic. (laughs) A cacophony. You guys, you know singing in the round, like row, row, row your belt, and then someone starts again, and then someone starts again? That's what this accidentally sounds like, recording it in Zoom. Whew. Yikes. So, well, I guess where my strategy was, I didn't put any jokes on the Wango board because I felt like if I put common jokes or bits that we do, we could just make that joke and kind of give away a square. So you guys can do it. But for us, I kind of kept it clean and basically said, what are things we might see in the story? What are sexual acts or positions? And then just like some silly elements that could possibly pop up. I think it's a great strategy. (laughs) I didn't follow that exactly. So, uh... Sort of like a, a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did have Doritos on there, but we won't cheat. No. Great. I mean, I had some classics that I carried over from my last board, such as Equal Nipple Play, mm-hmm. because that seems to be a fanfic story staple. Um, because it's a birthday story, I put Stripper. 
I don't know. There could, it's it's Natasha's Dirty 30. Maybe they're going to have a stripper. That's great. I put Kiss a Stranger because if they're going out, like maybe there's going to be something like that. And then I put some normal, you know, role play, orgasm, things like that. I did put Russian expletive. I don't know if she – like what Ooh. if she's like hooking up and says something, like an expletive or a saying in Russian? Yeah, I could see mm. that. Borscht. <laughs> Vodka. I don't know a single one. <laughs> Danny? Um, I threw a couple, like, I felt like in the last season we definitely got some, like, Marvel action. So I'm hoping that there might be some canon in this AU. So I've got, like, aliens. Ooh, great. I've got uh, some sort of fighting, like a fist fight. Mm. Ooh, I have weaponry, Danny. Oh, weaponry. Great. Yeah. I hope there's a little weaponry. And I did singing. Because that's what mm. I know happens at birthdays, <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> okay, I have singing too. <laughs> um, I've got weaponry and strippers. You know, your birthday classics. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Allie. Okay, I have um, I have super soldier stamina. Nice, like that. Hoping we get long banging sessions. I had birthday spanks. Oh. Some birthday spanking. <laughs> I had the happy birthday song. I felt like I want to go really deep on the birthday tropes. <laughs> I want to try to stack the deck in my favor. Why didn't we? any of us have birthday suit? Oh, my God. Anyone getting naked, birthday suit should have been a square. Well, I did have blowing more than candles, so I guess I made one That's birthday nice. joke. That's nice. And then, you know, your classic finger bang and bucking hips mm-hmm. I had. I feel like we hear that a lot. And then I had spider wordplay. Like, I feel like they're going to, like, oh, she caught me in her web or something like that, you know? Very good. (laughs) You're playing to win. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Always playing to win. Cool. Stakes could not be lower. (laughs) Well, hopefully you've listened to that and you've learned from our mistakes and um, you've learned from our leadership. And uh, (laughs) post your Wango cards um, on the group. And uh, if you haven't filled out your card, then do so ASAP. Uh, before this gets going, because while we don't know who wins, we definitely don't like cheaters. So, amen. Also, I feel like something we do is remember whenever we hear one, we yell wango, which doesn't make yes. sense because you don't yell bingo until you get bingo. But we yell wango every time there's a square that we every get. Every time a square gets ticked the, off. these are our rules, <laughs> and we do it with such enthusiasm. Wango. <laughs> so if you're playing along at home, yell wango. Who cares if you're in public? Come on. I want to hear it in the grocery stores. God, if, can you imagine going through Chicago and hearing Wango in the aisles? <laughs> Excuse me, are you? Are people? I think without further ado uh, in it, let's read the story. I think it's Allie, right? ADL? Yeah, it's me starting things off with Natasha's Dirty 30 again by 70 Secret Kinks. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting us read your story. Have been communicating back and forth with them, and they are super excited, and I know they're listening along, and... Um, We can't wait to get into it. So uh, let's get into it. Hey, Sharon, can you grab my mascara off the dresser and bring it in here, please? Natasha called to her roommate from the stall bathroom they shared. She leaned over the narrow rectangular pedestal sink, one white fluffy towel loosely wrapped around her still dripping body. Uh-oh, Lindsay. <laughs> I want to out you so bad. <laughs> I want to out you so bad. You can. Tell the listeners what you do when you get out of a shower. 
I don't towel off. I just air dry. She drips water (laughs) all over the floor like an animal. (laughs) Well, that's what bath mats are for. I just. She goes through a bath mat a week. (laughs) Her bath mat is just squishy and wet and moldy. I mean, she's got to wash it after every shower. That's a one and done. It sort of sounds like, I think Natasha might be. A fellow air dryer, sounds like. Is she an air dryer? Wrapping a towel around her still dripping body. That's what (laughs) I do. Oh, (laughs) boy. A second twisted around her head to absorb the water soaking her mane of long, thick, ruby-colored hair. She'd been doing her best to apply her makeup in the fog-covered mirror as the steam from her shower hung thick in the air. Okay, this is another thing. What order? Danny, I don't know if this applies to you too much, but what order do you get ready? Do you do hair, makeup, outfit? Oh, yeah. You and I are opposites on this. Yeah. I do... Makeup, hair, outfit. Okay. What do you do? Hair, outfit, makeup. Oh, you get fully dressed. I mean, yeah. and now to make it quarantine times, I do nothing, nothing, and nothing. <laughs> exactly. No shoes, no shirt, no makeup. No problem. <laughs> no problem. You, If you could see what we look like right now recording, <laughs> it is living proof that we do none yeah. of the above now. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> How many... How many other ways can we ostracize Danny from the story within one paragraph? Well, we don't know what Danny does when he does. Danny, Danny, do you towel off when you get out of the shower? Yeah, I towel off, keep it on. I do all the you know accoutrements, shave, deodorant, shave my entire back, start to finish, all my legs. <laughs> I actually get completely hairless, and then I put on this bodysuit of arm hair that I compete have. in the Olympics as a swimmer. And then I dive into the pool and I win gold. <laughs> So that's my order. I like to do like once I'm in the bathroom and I leave, I don't I don't need to go back again. So yeah. I take care of all of it at once. I respect that. We respect Thank it. You. Thank you. <laughs> Sharon bounced in through the door. Anything for the birthday girl? She beamed, handing over the mascara. And so if you're wondering who Sharon is, just as a just to bring everybody along, um, Sharon is married to Ozzy. And Ozzy Osbourne was a lead singer of she, yes. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath, yeah. <laughs> she did not bite the head off the bat. That was her husband. People get it easily confused. So uh, thank yeah. you for clearing that up, Danny. What was their reality show called? Just the Osbournes? I almost said keeping up with the Osbournes. Yeah, I think it was just the Osbournes. I liked it. Ostracizing with the Osbournes. Um, <laughs> no, we, we've got, uh, It's a, I believe it would be a reference to Sharon Carter, uh, Peggy Carter's niece and former shield agent yes who captain's in love with thank you darling you're too good to me natasha smiled taking the tube and opening it up pumping the applicator wand in and out to coat it sexual now if you'd only tell me what you've got up your sleeve for tonight she grinned arching up one perfectly shaped brow (laughs) excuse me do i have competition are you in this story i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, uh uh sharon tissed finger waving in the air for emphasis as she leaned casually against the doorframe. She had yet to change out of her seafoam green nurse's scrubs from her earlier shift at the hospital. Oh, is this a you? I think so. Huh, must be. Sharon added, you told me you wanted at least one surprise today. You already knew about the party. Wait, I thought that was Sharon's cover. I thought she was a nurse. Yeah, she was. Remember, I'm not all the way through the films, but when I've been watching them, that's her like cover. She's a That's her cover and she reveals it, but maybe- she sticks with it. It's her undercover outfit, or we're actually in an AU. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Get out of here. 
Obviously, Natasha interrupted, rolling her eyes before working the small curved brush into her long, full lashes, transforming them into impeccably flared ebony fans. It made her already exquisite green eyes look even more dazzling. We're hosting at the apartment. Would have been kind of hard to keep that a secret. (laughs) Actually, I'm hosting it. You're the guest of honor, Sharon clarified, lightly poking her friend in the shoulder. Natasha screwed the cat back on her mascara and turned to face her roommate, fluttering the beautiful fans at her like a blinking doll. Speaking of which, Miss Hostess with the Mostess, don't you think you should be getting ready? Our guests will be arriving in an hour. Sharon stepped into the bathroom, smacking Natasha innocently on the ass. <gasps> spanking! Spanking, Allie! Uh, don't oh, you have that on? Oh, but it, birthday spanks. You have that on? Oh, birthday spanks. I that, think this counts. Does that count? Smanking her on the ass? Yes! Wango! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hold on, I gotta do a quick scan of my. Okay, okay, that's it so far. Great. There hasn't been any standing sex yet, has there? Did I miss it? (laughs) No standing sex yet, no. Has there been finger banging in the first three paragraphs? Okay, then I'm fine. (laughs) Does the uh, mascara pass his hand job? (laughs) (laughs) Smacking Natasha innocently on the ass as she stepped around to turn the shower back on. Well, if the birthday girl wouldn't hog the bathroom, maybe I could, she teased. All right, all right, I'll finish getting ready in my room, Natasha laughed. She gathered up her toiletries, hair dryer, and makeup bag in her pale-toned arms, taking one last glance in the misty mirror at her perfectly painted face. Hey, Cher, she started, turning to look at her nearly naked friend. Yeah? Do I look like a clown? (laughs) Does this face makeup of Spider-Man distract from my large breasts? Are the webs too much? (laughs) Yeah? Sharon replied as she stood by the shower stall, her matching teal silk bra and panties trimmed with black lace, <gasps> hugging her tan-toned runner's body. Wango! I have underpants. There's oh, underpants. Oh. Great. And there's black lace. Oh, man. If someone had that. <sighs> she looked at Natasha expectantly as she reached her arm behind the black and pink chevron shower curtain to test the water. Thanks for doing this. No one's ever thrown a party for me before. I just, before things get too crazy, I wanted to say thank you now. It, uh, it really means a lot to me. Natasha suddenly looked small and childlike. It was such stark contrast to the brooding, mysterious persona she usually wore. Sharon stepped away from the shower and rushed towards Natasha, crushing her and her arm full of beauty products in an overly exuberant bear hug. Oh, babe, you're so welcome. She rocked her roommate side to side in an enthusiastic embrace. Nat could barely breathe between the curtain of wavy dishwater blonde hair that was now obscuring her face and the vice-like grip of Sharon's arms. It's about damn time someone had a party for you. Besides, you only turned 30 once. She added as she pulled away smiling, now go get dressed, you sexy bitch. It's time to get our party on. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yes. Lindsay, this sounds like it's going to be a... Thank you. Good prompt, Danny. Good prompt. I can't believe we didn't have that on our Wango cards. Did you? Did anyone? No. We're idiots. Natasha's Dirty 30 and we didn't have Girls Night. Oh, my God. Wow. That was a swing and a miss. This is humbling. We also didn't have Bear Hug. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Mascara was on my 26th square. (laughs) Sharon pumped her fist in the air and gave her best rocker face before breaking into a goofy grin and giggling at herself as she closed the bathroom door. Well, she is married to Ozzy Osbourne, so that makes sense. I was going to say this. She is an Osbourne. She is an Osbourne. Here we go. (laughs) 
<laughs> Natasha shook her head and laughed to herself as she turned away from the bathroom and made her way down the hall of their cramped but cozy two-bedroom apartment. They were actually extremely lucky to have found such a nice and spacious place, for the two of them at least, in the Prospect Heights neighborhood of Brooklyn for the reasonable amount of rent they paid, especially since their unit was directly below the large rooftop terrace they'd set up and decorated for the party that night. Ooh. Oh, it's going to be outside vibes. A roof? Okay. We have lots of good luck in the Marvel universe on rooftops. Remember, everyone like makes out. Roof tooth. That reminds me of that too. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that our fiddle her on the roof? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> as she dumped her stuff on the end of her queen size bed, Natasha also thought about how lucky she was to have Sharon as a roommate and best friend. The girls had met a decade earlier while both of them were students at NYU. Okay, so we're in AU right now. Definitely. NYAU. <laughs> Well, alternate university is where they really met. (laughs) I couldn't think of uh, something to make the acronym NY stand for something else, but give me time. Um, Not your alternate university. At the time, the two women didn't have much in common other than being trained assassins. No. Other than their apparent (laughs) taste in men, they'd both unknowingly been dating the same guy, star athlete and certifiable hottie, Johnny Storm. Okay, so he's – Johnny Storm is a Marvel character. He was in the Fantastic Four. Okay. FYI. Johnny. He seemed like a sweet guy, but as it turned out, he was really just a gorgeous, greedy asshole. It wasn't until he accidentally invited both women to the same party one night that they were properly introduced to one another. Rather than engaging in a catfight that all of Johnny's friends had prayed would ensue right there by the beer keg, the two girls simply looked at each other, then at Johnny, and finally at their full cups of beer. They exchanged a knowing glance, eyes twinkling mischievously, as they unceremoniously emptied their cups over Johnny's head. Sending his friends into a fit of laughter as the girls linked arms and sauntered away out of the party together. Johnny Storm uh, in the Fantastic Four, not only is he played by America's ass before he became America's (laughs) ass, but he's also the human torch. So I can only imagine that he was there sitting on the Mm. couch on fire when they dumped it and just like, yeah, (laughs) they dramatically sizzled him. It was really for safety. (laughs) The following semester, Natasha Romanoff, computer science major, and Sharon Carter, pediatric nursing, moved in together in an off-campus apartment. Turns out they had a lot more in common than their shared interest in Johnny. Both of them were hardworking, strong-willed, confident women. They each knew what they wanted and wouldn't let anything stand in their way of achieving their goals. God, I love the girl power in this season. Girl boss! (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Okay, I don't want to go this rabbit hole too long, but I just learned what the word chuggy means. Oh, man. Which you guys knew what chuggy means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, Danny, you messaged us, and it was like you discovered fire for the first time. You were out of your mind over it. Have you heard the term millennial? <laughs> I learned that girl boss is chuggy. Is that true? I feel like it's worse than chuggy. But what if you scream it in a high-pitched phone? Is that better? Then it's cool. Then it's cool. Okay. Yeah, that's yes. cool. There we go. It's a remix. <laughs> Both women were equally active, athletic, and fiercely competitive. At the same time, they were loyal, dependable, and unequivocally supportive of one another. This sounds like our relationship, wow. Lindsay. Oh my gosh. Are we? <laughs> are we wow. Tasha and Cheryl? <laughs> yes. Well, Sharon sounds like Cheryl. So, <laughs> and Alexandra sort of sounds. Is a Russian name. Yeah. Yeah. And Danny is like the Johnny Storm of the trio. Hey. Hey. Oh, I'm glad you both could make it here. <laughs> well, we need you to be Clint, right? He's a, he's like the third piece of this puzzle. I can totally be Clint. Oops, did I just give that away? Okay, sorry. We'll just, we can have that not be in it. It was just in the summary. 
Help. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's okay. I think it's okay. <laughs> Allie looked at me like, fucking asshole. The integrity of our podcast, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single flaw in 18 previous okay. seasons, and now it's gone to hell. <laughs> After graduation, Sharon began her residency in the neonatal intensive care unit of a children's hospital in Manhattan, and Natasha leveraged the full academic scholarship she'd been awarded by Stark Industries into a full-time position in the company's IT department. It was a natural transition for the women to continue living together after school, pooling their resources to afford the apartment they share to this day. Though Sharon's varying shift at the hospital and Natasha's unpredictable travel schedule often prohibited the two friends from hanging out together as often as they'd like, Sharon had made arrangements weeks in advance to ensure she'd be off this particular Saturday night and the Sunday after to probably celebrate this milestone birthday with her best friend and roommate. Aww. No one deserved it more than that. She had a pretty rough childhood, and not just because no one had ever bothered to have a party in her honor. Adopted as an infant in Russia by American parents who'd suddenly lost their financial ability to care for her, she'd ended up rotating in and out of a variety of orphanages, halfway homes, and the occasional foster family over the years. She wasn't necessarily a bad kid, but she'd become hardened and distant in her unstable upbringing. Few people ever really got close to Natasha, including Sharon. She could count the number of people she'd let in on one hand. That's not to say that she didn't have a lot of friends and acquaintances. In fact, there were an impressive number of people who RSVP'd to the party that night. Natasha was a human magnet. People were naturally drawn to the mysterious redhead. She had a knack for making people feel comfortable around her despite her well-masked insecurities and often found herself knowing more about near strangers than she'd ever hoped or wanted. Sharon, on the other hand, Life was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Two birthday parties a year for Sharon. (laughs) She got her half birthday celebrations. (laughs) Grew up in a secure, loving household with her doting parents, the youngest of four affectionate and energetic siblings. (laughs) Let's see, you are one of four. (laughs) I am. (laughs) Crazy. Crazy. (laughs) Sharon learned early on that you attract more flies with honey than vinegar. She'd purposely... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we inserted elements of our own personalities into these characters like we went in and rewrote parts of the story. You hacked it. (laughs) She'd purposely elevated her naturally sweet and caring personality to an art form as she charmed her way into tagging along with her older sisters and brother even though they'd vehemently refused her company. Now she used her warm, genuine smile to quietly comfort the understandably scared and nervous parents she dealt with every day at the hospital. But in spite of her kind disposition, Sharon was no pushover. She had the patience of a saint, and it was deserved, and the ire of a bull when it wasn't. She always stood up for what she believed was right and flat-out refused to take anyone's shit, including Natasha's, which had helped her gain (laughs) Nat's hard-earned trust and respect from the get-go. And now, even though it was a seemingly insignificant thing, she was being entrusted with the honor of hosting this party, and Sharon was going to make damn sure this would be a night that Natasha could always remember. Ooh. We got deed dudes. Pew, 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 pew. Ah! Ah! (laughs) We're under attack! For the Bifrost! (laughs) (laughs) Natasha stood in front of her closet, rifling through the crammed rack of clothes in search of the perfect ensemble for the evening. Already adorned in a black lace thong. Black lace, wow. Does anyone have black cloth? No, but someone's gonna get that. Yeah. For sure. And matching pinup-worthy bra, she slid each hanger down the rack as the still wet strands of her hair clung damply to her neck and shoulders. By the third inventory of her closet, she'd come 
to a swift realization that a good 50% of her total wardrobe was colored black. She'd always felt powerful and commanding when she wore black in the boardroom, sexy and alluring when she wore it in a nightclub, and gloriously uninhibited when she wore it in the bedroom. So it wasn't really a surprise when she finally reached for the latest addition to her noir collection, a little black tank dress that tightly hugged the well-toned curves of her hourglass figure. The neckline plunged in a perfect arc to reveal just enough cleavage to draw the eyes, but not so much to leave nothing to the imagination. She stepped into the form-fitting dress and adjusted the tout fabric, tugging the hem to rest perfectly in the middle of her strong, milky thighs. Finally, she stepped into her black, sky-high peep-toe pumps. She was looking herself over in the full-length mirror fixed to the inside of the closet door when she heard a wolf whistle from the hallway. (laughs) What is a wolf whistle? Tongue staircase. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Eyes bulging out. Yeah. Sharon was standing there, bath towel loosely held in place with one hand, wet. Ugh. Blonde hair sticking to her face as she looked her friend up and down approvingly. Damn, girl, you're absolutely lethal in that dress. I pity the man that gets tangled in your web tonight. Uh. Wango! (gasps) Spider wordplay. (laughs) I knew you had one. God. (laughs) You look like a black white white (laughs) A widow black spider. <laughs> you look like a black widow spider ready to bite, Sharon exclaimed with a wink. Natasha quirked the corner of her naturally full pink lips into a small, devious smile and drawled, Will you walk into my parlor? Sharon shook her head and giggled. Wait, is, is a web called a parlor? Is that like another name for a web? I think she's just calling it her room. Oh, parlor. Like okay. pretending to be sexy, inviting like a okay. boy in, I think. Got it, got it. And thank you for the physical demonstration, Lizzie. That helped You're me welcome. understand. <laughs> and she walked in like this. <laughs> hey, look at my parlor. That's how I do it. Sharon shook her head and giggled. Those poor little fly boys don't stand a chance before turning on her heel to head into her own room. Flies! So if you had a spider word play, you're doing real good in Wango right Yeah, now. you got two. Uh, it's actually a reference to an old poem published in 1829 by Mary Howitt, The Spider and the Fly. And the first line of the poem is, will you walk into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. (gasps) Wow. So 70 Secret Kinks has given us a little uh, real literature drop reference. I love it. That's what we do here. We are so highbrow. Ever since the Cambridge shout out, it's just been (laughs) nothing but elite intellectual (laughs) references. One after the other. Nat called after her. Wear your low-cut purple top and black miniskirt tonight. Clint told me he nearly shot his load last time he saw you in it, and he never says shit about girls' clothes, so that outfit definitely works. Shooting load. Does anyone have that? You guys, if I have cum shot, does that work, or do does I, it have to be referenced, or does it have to happen? I don't remember the hey, rules. I'll give it to you because, yeah, I think we can count it. Danny, does it just talk about it, or does it have to happen? I think it might have to happen. I want to see it happen. Okay. 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 Allie's going to try and win this in the first episode. (laughs) I don't have that on my Wango boards. I was fighting for Lindsay. It was actually not a good strategy to have all these sexy things because you know, like, they're not going to come until later. And so people with other ones are going to get Wango first. But since there's no prize, it's not first to get Wango. It's just if you got Wango at all. So your Wango doesn't take away from my Wango. Yes. All Wangos are winners here. Yeah. All Wangos welcome here. (laughs) 
Clint Barton. Sharon liked to think of him as the middle finger on Natasha's one hand of people allowed in her inner circle. You fuck with her, he'll fuck you up, (laughs) and vice versa. The two of them had been through a lot of shit together, mostly stuff that neither of them willingly talked to anyone else about. From their less than better days, they shared at one of the shadier halfway houses in the city. After graduating high school, Clint enlisted in the military. He served two hours of duty in Afghanistan. To tours. <laughs> Two he landed and turned right around. He said, this isn't for me. And he's like, fuck this. This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> Wait, this isn't a day camp one? <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he served two tours of duty in Afghanistan before being granted an honorable discharge. When he returned to New York, Natasha quickly arranged an interview for Clint at Stark Industries, and he'd been a member of their security detail ever since. He was glad to have a job, of course, but more than that, he was glad to be so close to Natasha. He was the fierce, good-looking, overprotective brother that Nat never had, with one big difference. Most people don't fuck their brothers. Clint and Natasha were never a couple, but Sharon knew they fell into bed together from time to time, either out of boredom, frustration, or just for fun. It didn't seem to affect their friendship at all. But Sharon suspected that had they met under different circumstances, they might have just been made for one another. They were both sarcastic and guarded, but Clint's spontaneous, outgoing personality was the perfect complement to Natasha's calculated, reticent disposition. Sharon's relationship with Clint was purely platonic. Sure, they did their fair share of harmless flirting, but both of them knew it'd never go any further than that. Sharon really did think of Clint like another brother and couldn't imagine their relationship being anything more. Still, if he'd found the purple top and skirt combo to be that enticing, Sharon saw no reason not to work the little bastard into a frenzy that night at the party. She was sure he deserved it on some cosmic level for the number of ridiculous, awful pranks he'd pull on both women over the years. It was getting about damn time someone taught that boy a lesson. The end (gasps) of this episode. Oh, oh, oh! School's in session. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. That was a good setup. Okay. We're like getting to know all the characters. We're vibing. Also, most fun thing in the whole wide world is getting ready for the night out with your friends. Oh, at the same place. So, yeah. Having some little cocktails, vibing. Playlist. Okay. This is great. Okay. Let's snap it up first, and then we'll say what we thought. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Am I doing this for the first time? Hey, let's snap it up. That's a good idea. I've got an idea. Let's sing a song to end it. In (laughs) unison? When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your hammer Hammer up or down? Are we still doing hammer? Is that like the universal Marvel? We have been doing hammer. Yeah. Let's stick with hammer. That's good. Okay. Maybe we just, that's the universal symbol of the Marvel wing. Well... (laughs) Ah, the Marvel Wang. Thank you. Beacon of light shining in the distance. So my (laughs) hammer is up. I love the setup. I love that Natasha and Sharon seem to have like a good friendship, but also like a little sexy thing back and forth. They're getting ready. They're like in little lacy panties. Clearly there's a history with Clint, so he's going to come into the picture. We're going to live it up on our birthday party. Yeah, this is great. My hammer is up. I agree. I think they're setting us up for a lot of mischief because they said that Clint likes to play pranks. This is Natasha's first really big birthday party that's ever been thrown for her. It's her 30th. I just think there's going to be a lot of shenanigans. Like maybe strippers, okay? And then I'll get Wango. Let's hope. They're freaking better be. <laughs> freaking hell. They're freaking better be. What is these strippers? Um, my hammer is way up. My wing is way up. Um, I am so excited. I feel like on the, the last season, we got 
you know, it was AU 100%, but it was still, like, the characters. And so it's kind of fun to see our favorite characters just, like, living it up in the city. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see, yeah. you know, do we get, like, Aliens Marvel or do we get Strippers and Cake? And both are big Wingo wins in my book. So Love it. Wait, before we end the app, should we each say which of our Wango squares we've crossed off this episode? Yes. Al, you go first because I think you're the one that got two, right? I think you had two too, right? I had birthday spanks and spider wordplay. Oh, Danny vetoed your second one. That's Danny's fault. I just had underpants. Okay. I would have given you calm shot. <laughs> I do have the expression, you're so wet, but that wasn't about the shower. So I'm going to let it go too. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, stop it. We got to be, it's only episode okay. one. Let's be serious. Okay. Um, I got winking because they did wink. Uh-huh. And then- you guys can tell me if this was too cheaty, but I did put hammer up and hammer down on my card. So I got hammer up because our hammers were up, but we don't always have a hammer down. Yeah. Okay. Is that cheating? I is mean, that cheating? Nah. I mean, I guess because- You it, also have Doritos, Danny. This is a slippery slope for you. No, here's the th- reason I think it's okay is because he could get that and it still couldn't align with his five. Right. I think there's a little leeway. It's not like okay. it's not like the amount that matters. It's like where they are. So I think I will allow it. But I also think you should feel okay. a little bad about it. <laughs> I think you should maybe leave this episode with some sort of shame and regret is what we're saying. Hey, sorry, Lindsay, you can't do jizz, but I did hammer up and down. So anyway, I won. You lose. Goodbye. <laughs> and Doritos. Ha ha ha. Dorito joke. Insert Dorito joke. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> Oh, I love this game. I'm not going to give myself Dorito. I'll only give myself Dorito if it shows up in the story. How about that? Okay. Thank you. Ooh, or chip. Maybe we can give you a chip then. That's a Thank you. Sure. Because I mean, it's a birthday party. There could be chips and dip. There better be. There better be chips and dip. <laughs> and strippers. <laughs> and strippers. Those are the two. Those are like three things you need for a party. Chips, dip, yeah. and the strip. Strips. And to unhinge your jaw, consuming <laughs> the chip. And damn it, and take some edibles and eat so many chips, you hurt your jaw. Like, and Allie's dirty 30. Side note, have we ever had um, edibles or marijuana in any of our stories? I don't think so. No. That's weird. Nobody's ever gotten high? No, not that I remember. Okay. All right. Okay. Just wanted to toss that out there. In The Hobbit, they take, there's a reference to <laughs> mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms. So, Ooh. and there's, I actually think, a fair amount of weed. Okay, good. Well, good to know. So if we want to venture there, just so you know, it's it exists. Good. Entice, entice, entice. All right. Well, this was an awesome start to season 369. Damn, she fine team. <laughs> <laughs> so much. It's great. Insert your favorite name for it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, until next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, Frost. <laughs> For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe and if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews. 